Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Want to Hear Something Weird, a weekly podcast about weird, wild, wacky stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Laura. Laura, I realized just today as I was walking around, walking our dog Ginger, that this show comes out on Wednesdays, Weird Wednesdays. Whoa. Yeah. Can't believe it took us this long to realize <laughs> I know, you that. would think that maybe we had decided that with some kind of purpose, but no. Just, just felt right. Just the day that we decided the episodes would come out on, I had no idea that Wednesdays would be so weird from Maybe it was on. some unconscious maybe, part of maybe, our brains or what are the outside odds? Force. One in seven <laughs> that we would pick a day that happens to start with the same letter as W as as W as weird. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. I know we were just talking recently off the podcast about, I forget what it was in particular, but I, but I mentioned how there, I believe it's John Mulaney has a bit about how he thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger concern in his day-to-day life based on being a kid. Yes. Based on like how often it comes up when you're a kid. How often are you worried about spontaneous human combustion? Now? Throughout your life. It can be now. It could be earlier. I think when I first learned about it as a kid, I was mm-hmm. spooked. Yeah, because it's just so unpre- seemed so unpredictable. Very spontaneous, indeed. You could say, yeah. Now I don't think about it all that much anymore. Yeah, you know, you got you realize there's like a million other things out there to kill you too. Yeah, there's plenty <laughs> of other things stressing me out. So yeah, you don't have to worry as much about spontaneous human combustion. I remember learning about it. And I saw the picture when I was researching this, I guess a couple of pictures out there of the victims. Mm-hmm. And it's usually just like a burn spot and then a limb or two. Oof. And I remember seeing one of those pictures, maybe on the front page of like a, I'm trying to remember, there was something that wasn't, it was kind of in between the National Enquirer and Weekly World News. 
So a tabloidy. A tabloidy. It didn't deal with celebrity stuff, but it didn't go all the way to, you know, Bat Boy and, mm-hmm. and aliens meeting with Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. It's like somewhere somewhere in between a little more believable. And I think that's where I saw the cover at, you know, a supermarket checkout line. And I remember one of my parents explaining it to me in a, you know, offhand way of just, yeah, that you don't have to worry about it. It doesn't happen very often, but that is a thing that can happen is sometimes people just can spontaneously combust and just suddenly catch fire, ignite, burn and die. And there's nobody, nobody knows why nobody knows how to prevent it, but we do know it is for sure a real thing. And so, and that memory, that image is burned in your brain. That image is burned in my, is spontaneously combusted into my brain ever since. (laughs) I think that I saw it in a book uh, or -hmm. something, like a book of weird stuff. Yeah. You know, my brother and I in particular were really spooked by it. Yeah. So there is no debate that it is in fact a real thing? Well, there is a debate. Okay. (laughs) However, for a long time... For a long time, there wasn't. And actually, it's kind of interesting how the debate came about. Because apparently, one of the first times, if not maybe the first time it was mentioned in any kind of pop culture, was in the Charles Dickens novel, Bleak House. Mm-hmm. Where he wrote a character off by having them spontaneously combust. Oh, okay. And readers were pissed because they were like, well, this is cheap. Mm. You want to get rid of this character so you just had them spontaneously combust into flames? That's not a thing. You made that up. And Charles Dickens said, no, 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 I did not make it up. Look, here's uh, like 30 cases where this has happened. And he had this like pretty public fight about this with, with his readers that not only convinced a lot of his readers, oh, okay, I just didn't know about this, that this is something that can happen. But it also convinced fellow authors Mark Twain and Herman Melville to put spontaneous combustion into a couple of their stories. Interesting. As convenient ways to write characters off. So all of a sudden it seemed that it was a very popular thing just based on these well-known authors writing about it in their fiction right and then when people which you know i'm sure there's i can't think of any off the top of my head but i'm sure there's tons of parallels to that nowadays yeah you know those those make for some of the most interesting stories non-fiction or fiction when you hear something you go oh that 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 can't happen no it did happen you know at least once somebody actually did x Hmm. or actually died by spontaneous human combustion Mm mm-hmm so I guess that directly led into at least like the 80s when people still talked about spontaneous human combustion as a as a thing that could happen readily. One of the first cases that that we know about of spontaneous human combustion, I found this on allthingsinteresting.com, was a knight named Polonus Vorstudius. He was in Milan in the late 1400s, and he allegedly burst into flames in front of his own parents. Jeez. 
as with many cases of spontaneous combustion, alcohol was at play. Mm. As Vorstius was said to have belched fire after consuming a few Yikes. glasses of particularly strong wine. Did he Was he holding a match or a candle in front of his face? Uh, un- <laughs> unclear. Well, so here's the most common... I guess, theory for how this happens, how spontaneous combustion could be a thing and could happen because, you know, what's one of the other things we always hear about human beings that we're mostly water. Mm -hmm. So how on earth can a bag of water walking around just burst into flames? Well, some people think it's because of methane farts, Mm -hmm. methane building up in the intestines and somehow being ignited by enzymes. Okay. Which nobody has ever <laughs> shown that to be scientifically even possible. Mm-hmm. But I guess methane is one of... Yeah, I guess like methane and our fat are, I think, the only two real things that are flammable mm-hmm. inside of a human. Luckily, thankfully. But I want to tell you about some of the other some of the other well known cases yes, of spontaneous human combustion, and I can't rem- remember. It's one of these two. I believe it's this one that I that I've seen the picture of that scared the hell out of me. Yikes! Which was on July second, nineteen fifty one. Mary Reeser, a sixty seven year old woman, was found burned to death in her house after her landlady realized that the house's doorknob was unusually warm. Landlady notified the police, and, um, and upon entering the home, they found Reeser's remains completely burned into ash with only one leg remaining. The chair she was sitting in was also destroyed. Yeah, a, and a contemporary FBI investigation ruled out the possibility of spontaneous human combustion. Ruled it out. Yeah, they said uh, this is. I'll get to later what okay. what probably actually mm, happened. Okay, okay. But but they said it wasn't uh, human combustion. But this is the picture you see where it's a chair that looks more or less undamaged, but just a pile of ash on the chair, and then like a lady's no. leg still wearing a shoe. No, no, no. Like from the knee down, just on the floor, Ugh. looking more or less fine. You know, not not all burned up or anything. Margaret Hogan, an 89-year-old widow who lived alone in a house on Prussia Street in Dublin, Ireland, was found burned almost to the point of complete destruction on March 28, 1970. Plastic flowers on a table in the center of the room had been reduced to liquid, and a television with a melted screen sat 12 feet from the armchair in which the ashen remains were found. Otherwise, the surroundings were almost untouched. Her two feet and both legs from below the knees were undamaged. No, I don't like this. A small coal fire had been burning in the grate had been burning in the grate when a neighbor left the house the previous day. However, no connection between this fire and that in which Mrs. Hogan died could be found. An inquest held on April 3rd, 1970, recorded death by burning with the course of the fire listed, cause of the fire, I'm sorry, listed as unknown. So these cases, 
there aren't witnesses who say they saw the spontaneous and no. igniting of a flame. It's the aftermath, finding ashes. Yeah, it's the so the common the common I guess like thread between these incidents is that the fires are very contained. Yeah. It's not, a, you know, a house burned down and we think this person spontaneously combusted and started that house fire. Right. There, so it's very contained. No, no or minimal damage kind of around the, the victim. Mm-hmm. No source of ignition. So not, we, we found... I don't know, something, you know, a candle, electrical fire, right. Okay. Uh, right next to her or anything like that. And in these cases too, at least most of them that I've seen, it's it seems like the fire starts from the torso. Oh, that, that the torso is somehow ground zero for this, which is why there are like limbs sometimes found and sometimes like parts of heads that, oh. that haven't burned. Great. Henry Thomas a 73-year-old man was found burned to death in the living room of his council house on the Rasso estate in Ebelval, South Wales. I'm not pronouncing that right because it's Welsh. And it's, <laughs> it's, spelled, it's spelled E-B-B-W. I don't know how to pronounce that. Most no his, no offense to uh, To our Welsh, Welsh listeners, yes. yeah. <laughs> Most of his body was incinerated, leaving only his skull and part of each leg below the knee. The feet and legs were still clothed in socks and trousers. Half of the chair in which he had been sitting was also destroyed. It's interesting so far, all three of these cases, older people. Yes, which which is is also a recurring theme that explains some of this, I, I believe. In December 2010, the death of Michael Faherty, a 76-year-old man in County Galway, Ireland, also a lot of Irish being mm-hmm. afflicted by this, was recorded as spontaneous combustion by the coroner. So this is 14 years ago at this yeah. point, and it's put, being put down as a cause of death still. The doctor, Kieran McLaughlin, made this statement at the inquiry into the death. This fire was thoroughly investigated, and I'm left with the conclusion that this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion, for which there is no adequate explanation. So, are there other parallels, for instance? I mean, you brought up earlier the alcohol thing. Mm -hmm. Is that true for these cases as well, as far as we know, that there... Was it, is it that they had been drinking alcohol? We don't, at least I don't know in these particular cases. It wasn't in the notes that I found, but that, that definitely could be potential. But there's one where presumably this did not happen or did not, was not caused by alcohol because it was two kids. Oh no. Two children from the same family who were burned to death in different places at the same time. The evidence showed that although the coincidence seems strange, the children both loved to play with fire and had been, quote, whipped for this behavior in the past. Whipped? When was this? <laughs> I'm not sure exactly when this was, but I, I, this one I couldn't find a ton of like specifics about okay. when it happened. Good grief. But yeah, you know, it, it sounds like that was just like a weird coincidence. 
All right. So let's talk about what could be happening here. Yes. So spontaneous. Let's first talk about spontaneous combustion. Okay. Because I was reading about how because of the fact that spontaneous human combustion has been written off as kind of like a pseudoscience, something okay. that doesn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. That now there there's a problem with people writing off the idea of spontaneous combustion entirely, but spontaneous combustion is something that can happen in a lot of cases where so spontaneous combustion or spontaneous ignition type of combustion which occurs by self heating an increase in temperature due to exothermic internal reactions followed by thermal runaway. Self-heating, which rapidly accelerates to high temperatures, and finally, auto-ignition. So this is actually what happens with lithium-ion batteries. Oh, yeah. Like, what was that? The Samsung Galaxy mm-hmm. 7, I, I want to say? I don't want to incorrectly slander <laughs> any. I know it was a Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> I feel like it was the 7 was the one that they had. It were like, you couldn't bring it on planes. They recalled right. them all. And that was the reason that the batteries could ignite themselves. They didn't need an external source of heat or anything like that because of how they, they were just built in a kind of dangerous way to get them as thin as possible. And isn't that the same thing that happens a lot of times with the bikes? At least it's a, I know it's a problem in New York. Mm-hmm. With the... Yeah, the e-bikes. Yes. E-bikes and electric cars, too. Oh, okay. I think at this point, because electric cars are so common, I mean, e-bikes are super common now, too, but electric cars, there's ways... If there's a car accident involving a Tesla or, or an electric car, there's certain things they have to do, like the fire department. To, oh. to make sure that a fire doesn't start. Like the fire has to be dealt with in a different way, I believe. Oh, wow. Which was something that was not vi- like super common knowledge when Tesla's first started mm. hitting the road. And yeah. we're kind of seen as <laughs> dangerous death traps because if you got in an accident and then you were trapped in the car, Yikes. it yeah. could catch on fire. And because of that thermal runaway, you're basically having all the energy inside that battery releasing all at once instead of, you know, slowly throughout, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you don't think of your phone as like an explosive device, but if you think about, oh yeah, it takes like a few hours to charge. I bet if all that energy came out at once, that, that yeah. could be dangerous. Yeah. So spontaneous combustion is something that can happen. It happens a lot with uh, hay. Like farmers have to be careful because certain bacteria can grow and that bacteria generates heat. Weird. And if it happens over a long enough time and same thing with compost and uh, fertilizer, especially Mm, that there there's things that have to be done to take care of, you know, these huge industrial fertilizer plants where they've just got, uh, you know, I don't know, like a landfill full of shit that they have to maintain it properly so that it doesn't just combust and one of the one of the other ones that i found which i was surprised pistachio nuts oh no are highly flammable 
when stored in large quantities and are prone to self-heating and spontaneous combustion. Stop. Everyone's yeah. going to run to their cabinets and... May, yeah, <laughs> keep an eye on those pistachio nuts. They might start a fire. Why is that? Just something about them. There's just something about pistachio nuts that they, if if you've got a huge quantity, you know, I'm thinking like a warehouse full. Okay. And you leave them there for a while under certain conditions. Goodness. They can get to the point. So because of all this, you can see how it's like, all right, maybe spontaneous human combustion isn't such a crazy idea. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So here are some of the, the theories that have been thrown around throughout yeah. the years. Yeah. Brian J. Ford has suggested that, and this is just like a like a guy, I think. <laughs> I was like, what are his credentials? <laughs> He's just a guy. I thought that was like a, a username on a no. I mean, there, Reddit there's or a few of there's a few of these suggestions that are literally just like this is just a guy that came up with this theory. <laughs> Brian J. Ford has suggested that ketosis, possibly caused by alcoholism or low carb dieting. so literally keto yeah ketosis is keto a keto diet is getting your body into ketosis which is a low carb diet and one of the things that ketosis does is it produces acetone oh like the same thing that nail polish the same thing as nail polish remover extremely flammable and therefore could lead to spontaneous combustion so he's thrown this theory out that alcohol and or low carbs produce more acetone in your body than is normal and that could cause a situation where poof you know you go up like a like a firework so what i'm getting is it's you have to eat carbs to be you safe. have to eat carbs so you I, will, should have, I guess i should probably continue to do that yeah, for my own safety you should have a, a small stash of safety pasta yeah. at all time that you get if you're feeling like i feel a little acetony <laughs> I, I don't want to spontaneously combust tonight let Better me have, have a slice of bread yeah let me just have some of this emergency <laughs> anti-spontaneous <laughs> combustion bread there's also i mean and this this one isn't as funny but just that self-immolation immolation mm-hmm. how do you pronounce that self-immolation because <laughs> it's got two m's which always throws me off but basically there that some people kill themselves that way oh, and geez. and it's it's misreported or misunderstood as a uh, spontaneous human combustion when when it wasn't it was human combustion all right but not so spontaneous. Mm, yeah, um, that's a so yeah, dark that, one. that's just sad. That just stinks. This is one that I is like another theory, but I don't think anybody's ever proven that this could happen. Inhaling slash digesting phosphorus in different forms can cause the forming the formation of phosphine, which can auto ignite. 
So there are problems. I was reading that there's a lot of phosphorus poisoning in India because it's you. It's commonly used as what you call it, like on plants, you know, to get oh, rid of pests. Okay, like a pesticide. Pesticide. That's the word I was looking for. And that not necessary people people get phosphorus poisoning, but not necessarily. But they didn't spontaneously combust mm-hmm. that what that wasn't what killed them from but they the, the phosphorus poisoning there's so are there cases of it over there or the, the people are just pointing to this as yeah, like it's like it's another thing possibility of like right. you know i i think people trying to work their way backwards of like yeah. how could you combust what could happen right well and like i said there are just some guys out there that have their theories. One guy, Larry E. Arnold. I think most of these so far are just some guy's theories. <laughs> well, because I'll get to, there is a pretty solid okay. answer. Okay. And it's not as fun or exciting <laughs> okay. as some of these. As Larry E. Arnold <laughs> wrote a 1995 book oh. called A Blaze! Mm, all one word. All one word. Not, yeah, not a blaze. A blaze! Exclamation. <laughs> Got it. He proposed a pseudoscientific new subatomic particle, which he called the pyrotron. Arnold also wrote that the flammability of a human body could be increased by certain circumstances, like increased alcohol in the blood. He further proposed that extreme stress could be the trigger that starts many combustions. Oh, I better watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, this process may use no external oxygen to spread throughout the body since it may not be an oxidation reduction reaction. However, no reaction mechanism has been proposed. Researcher Joe Nickel has criticized Arnold's hypothesis as based on selective evidence and, quote, an argument from ignorance. All right. You hate to write a whole scientific <laughs> book and have it discredited as an argument from ignorance, but... I have to be careful to note that I, to the best of my knowledge, Larry E. Arnold does not have any scientific credentials. He just (laughs) decided to take on what could cause spontaneous human combustion. And his, the best idea he could come up with was a a subatomic particle we don't know about. (laughs) And then in 1976, there was a book called Fire from Heaven by Michael Harrison. He suggested that's connected to poltergeist activity. Oh, here we go. The f- he argues that the force which activates the poltergeist originates in and is supplied by a human being. Within the concluding summary, Harrison writes, SHC, spontaneous human mm. combustion, fatal or non-fatal, belongs to the extensive range of poltergeist phenomena. That... Yeah, I guess you don't hear about spontaneous human combustion where the person survives and can be like, hey, I just lit on fire, but I I managed to jump into a pool. I lit on fire there for a second, (laughs) but uh, it's cool now. Can can somebody put me in touch with Larry E. Arnold (laughs) to see if he can figure out what, what was going on here? And then another potential source for you know a hypothesized source for spontaneous human combustion john abers abramson suggested that ball lightning could account for it do you know what what ball lightning is 
So ball lightning is what it sounds like. Oh, it's a ball lightning, of lightning. <laughs> that is in the shape of a ball. And there have been multiple instances of ball lightning throughout history. To the best of our like scientific knowledge, it's an, just like an extremely rare electric phenomena that can happen during storms. Mm-hmm. But ball lightning could be its own episode. There's a lot of weird oh, stuff okay. to ball lightning. And but this person says this is John Abramson. This is circumstantial only, but the charring of human limbs seen in a number of ball lightning cases are very suggestive that this mechanism may also have occurred where people have had limbs combusted. So I guess people have been killed by ball lightning and it looks similar to killed by spontaneous human combustion. But I guess it doesn't make sense for people who are inside their homes. No, the, the ball lightning, that's the scary thing about it. Sometimes it goes inside people's homes. There's stories of it like coming in through people's chimneys and stuff oh, in, in the you know ye olden days. <laughs> oh, and then there's also something called Stevens-Johnson syndrome, which is a toxic reaction to medications, including antibiotics and prescription painkillers, which can cause the appearance of severe burns and blisters Ooh. and can be fatal in some cases. You know, a very rare syndrome, but again, something that has potentially been mistaken for spontaneous human combustion mm. in the past, potentially. Hmm. But not to the point of being a pile of ash not uh, yeah yeah it doesn't actually burn it just produces yeah. wounds that look like burns so that's that's spontaneous human combustion but i did say that there is a pretty good explanation for it and that is that a lot of times when it happens oh, i'm scared well, don't be scared. It's not as scary. <laughs> this I mean, whole episode is giving me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> well, so basically the theory is, the, the prevalent theory nowadays, is the reason why so many people think, oh, it's due to alcohol buildup in the blood. No, it's due to alcohol causing people to fall asleep with cigarettes in their hands and then passing out and burning. And the idea too, that fire tends to go up, not down. Mm -hmm. So if you passed out Mm -hmm. and dropped a lit cigarette in your lap, it would not necessarily travel down to your legs. It would just travel up and yeah, there's there's something called, uh, which I, have, I don't think I'm going to get too oh. into because I don't think you'd like it, <laughs> called the wicking effect or the oh. wick effect, oh, geez. which is basically when a person catches on fire and doesn't do anything about it, they kind of turn into a big candle because as the fat of their body mm. melts and combines with the cotton and polyester and linen of their clothing it essentially makes a candle wick which can cause the fire to stay contained but also go for a long time and in all these cases not all but most of these cases 
it's a, a much older person who's living alone, oh. who, do, who doesn't get a ton of contact that drinks and smokes and seems like they, they fell asleep, dropped a cigarette, and that fire just consumed them entirely while they were, you know, passed out and, and eventually dead. This, you, you were right. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, then this just became really sad. Yeah, right? Like, it's much more fun when it's just, oh, we're all ticking time bombs walking <laughs> around and somebody could just, boom, just yeah. go up at any time. I mean, it's like, no, without, you know, a family and community, you can uh, accidentally catch on fire and nobody notices <sighs> for a while. And by the time they do, you're just a pile of ash and a leg or two. Good grief. This is dark. If you like the show, <laughs> if you like want to hear something weird, why not leave us a review on, on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify? Five-star reviews help other people find our show. They're a gigantic help. Thank you to everybody that's already done that. You can find us on social media at Pod on most social networks you could think of. And you can also send us an email, wantahearpod at gmail.com. We also have a speakpipe, speakpipe.com slash wantahearpod, where if you've got some kind of spooky goings on or a story, you can record a voicemail and send it to us. It's very easy. We want to hear it. Yeah. Hey, we, sometimes we want to hear something weird too. Yeah, it's true. We <laughs> always do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We pretty much always do. And I, and I understand a lot of people probably feel very... Yeah, you know, our first one was hard to top with Grant telling us about three adults hatching from an egg. But, yes. you know, they don't all have to be that crazy. You, <laughs> hey, you could just know about somebody that dropped a cigarette on them oh. <laughs> and burned to death alone. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah, keep those ones to, to yourself. But, hey, if you got other ones, let us know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Want to Hear Something Weird is a Clamor Audio production distributed by the Cloud 10 Network. Hosted and executive produced by Tom Reynolds and me, Laura Anderson. Executive produced by Aaron Hilliard. Clamor General Manager, Rich Statter. Associate Producer, Ethan Aronson. Post-production supervised by Devin Ruskin. Production Assistant, Samara Mullick. Special thanks to Sim Sarna and Saiba Krieger at Cloud 10. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.